Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Double N Ben Variety Show. How you doing? How are you? Good to have you here. It's always a pleasure. Treasure, what's been happening? Fill me in on the goss. Was your husband good to you this week? Did your wife pull her weight? What happened? Hmm? Was your wife acting like a nag because you wanted to sit down and watch the footy and your wife wanted to watch some, you know, Dancing with the Stars bullshit? What happened? Talk to me. I want to hear all your goss. I want to hear all your problems. You know me. I like the drama. I like the sweet stuff in life. I like the real juicy, real deep kind of shit. You know what I mean? That's what I like. I mean, you can't answer that because you're not here talking to me right now. But I can ask you that question and maybe you can write it in the comments. Let me know. Send me a fucking email like I've asked every week. That's what I want. I want your problems. I want your advice. I want your questions. We'll get to that shit later on. Anyway. Let's have a chat, alright? Let's chat brass tacks. Now, I understand in life... Oh, shit. Give me a sec. I left the fucking window open. I mean, I don't know why I do this every time where I leave the goddamn window open. Oh, no, Ben. You don't want to, you know, close the window before you press record and start the podcast. You want to do it when you're admitting in. You don't want to organize. You don't want to prepare because that'll make your life way too easy. Oh, no. You just want to do it in the middle of the podcast when people are watching or listening and everyone's going to be like, why is this jackass getting up out of his seat and he's not doing the fucking work? So I apologize for that, you know? Oh, no. You just want to get up and close the window whenever it's convenient for you, all right? Not the listeners. Anyway. As I was saying, what was I talking about? Ah, right. That thing in life that we all go through. Desperation. Desperation. You know what I mean? Like, people get desperate. People are in need. They'll do anything to, you know, fix their problems. I get it. Look, I get it. Things can turn desperate, all right? Life can come up to you and just kick you right in your fucking balls, okay? I get it. I understand. I completely understand. I empathize towards it, all right? We've all been in desperate times. I've been in desperate times. You've been in desperate times. It makes sense. There's nothing wrong with it. I get it. Here's the thing, though. When it comes to a um, societal, governmental level, that's when things start to become a little bit concerning. Do you know what I mean? Things start to become a little bit mm, funky, in the sense, let's go with something a little bit, a little bit more uh, politically correct. You know, let's go with something a little bit more nicer. Okay, things can turn a little bit funky. I get it. All right, things can turn funky. Life can turn on you like that. All right, you you you're going well. Right, you, you you went on a good date. Uh, you you know, work's treating you nice. Your boss isn't being too much of an asshole. You get out on time on a Friday night so you can have a few chardonnays with the ladies, or whatever you want to do. You know, or you want to have a nice cheese board with your mum and watch some bullshit on Netflix. I get it, I get it. But you, we all we all we all kind of have like a winning streak in life. Like, do you know what I mean? It, it all can't be perfect. All right occasionally here and there something will happen to you where you will get on your knees and cry and you'll be like why me and you'll turn desperate all right i've been there i've done it you've been there you've done it it makes sense nobody's perfect you know i gotta work it and get it right again and again and again like hannah montana once said wise woman here's the thing when your own country like Australia is in a bit of a desperate pickle, shall we say, all right, they're in a little bit of a pickle and they want to get jobs growth going through the roof, they can turn to desperate measures which can become a little bit concerning. Now, you might be sitting there thinking, what am I talking about? What is he going on about? 
What is this moron babbling on about today? Well, Scott Morrison came out and he had a bit of a, a proposal, shall we say. He had a bit of an idea, all right? Now, listen, there's a quote that goes around in life saying there's no such, things as, as, there's no such thing as like a bad idea, you know? There's, it, ideas and idea. You know, Dave Rubin, he, he's the ideas man, even though he's a massive fucking dunce who likes Coke Brother Money. I get it. Money talks. It buys you a nice mansion in LA. You get to move to Florida, and you know when you get actual when you get asked actual uh, questions about your politics, you, you know you, you you just come across as like a massive bitch, all right? But I get it. I get it, right? People turn desperate, okay? Now, Scomo came out with a proposal, an idea, and. The mantra of the, you know, the mantra of this, like, you know, whole thing of saying, like, you know, there's no such thing as bad ideas, they're just ideas. I think that's a load of horseshit. Okay. So, what happened is Scott Morrison came out and proposed that uh, under 18s should drive forklifts. You know, they, they, they should be in a warehouse or on a construction site or wherever, wherever the fuck forklifts are. And, you know, you should have kids riding around on them. Okay. Now, this is the thing. All right. A wise man once said, age is just a number. And that wise man was Jeffrey Epstein, RIP, suicide's a horrible thing, okay? But I, I feel like, you know, the reason why licenses exist and the reason why, you know, you, you need to be at a certain age to do certain things in this world is because kids are stupid, all right? Teenagers are fucking dumb. Let's be honest. I was an idiot when I was a teenager, and the last thing my parents would have wanted me to have been doing is riding around on a forklift, okay? Kids should not be riding around on forklifts, but before I start ripping this thing apart, let's go through the proposal, because I might be wrong. He's trying to do it to ease the supply chain crisis. He wants to get jobs growth going harder. You know, I get it. So let's read it. Let's read it. I might be wrong. I might be judging a little bit too early here. So let's go through it. Okay. A proposal by the Prime Minister Scott Morrison to allow children to drive forklifts appears to have caught the states by surprise. With the Queensland, Victorian and New South Wales government saying that they have no plans to lower the current age of 18. Unions have also criticised the proposal saying forklifts are dangerous machines that require skilled operation. Now, here's the thing. You might call it child labor. I call it the free market, okay? It's tit for tat, right? I understand wages are pretty dog shit in this country. You know, eight years of a government that doesn't care about workers or, you know, living standards and they pay you shit wages. Listen, you might see that as child labor, all right? But you calling that child labor is, you know, that's that's some socialist bullshit, okay? That, 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 those are just some communism talking points, all right? The free market is available to all ages, all sizes, any medical condition, you know, even if you got cancer and you're dying in a bed, you know, as they say, if you got time to lean, you got time to clean. So get that cancer patient to get the mop out and start mopping the floor. All right. The free market, it does wonderful things. You know, this idea of like a, a cradle to grave government dependence, you know, it, it's really going to crush the country. You know what I mean? Now that's probably their mindset. Okay. Now, Listen, what I was not aware about when it came to this news story is that, you know, I did not know that we were going back to the days of child labor, okay? Look, 
I get it. I understand, all right? I understand that you want to help the country out. Here's the thing. Kids should not be driving forklifts, all right? This is the thing. If you're a teenager and you need to get a job, you belong at a McDonald's, okay? You belong at a McDonald's on a Saturday night where, you know, there's a bunch of white girls coming in at 1 a.m. and they're pissed off their mind. They're probably on a few caps, pinging off their heads, sucking on a few chuppa chups or whatever the fuck they're doing. They've probably had about 20 watermelon cruises, all right? I drink watermelon cruises. No shame in that, all right? The thing is, is that those kids should be working in a McDonald's at that time. They're already getting paid shitty wages, so you don't have to worry about paying them any good money, all right? You, you've been fucking these people over for years, so you've already got that part sorted out. Here's the thing. They should be in a McDonald's on a Saturday night dealing with that, you know, blonde white girl who comes in, gets a quarter pounder, and she's on Snapchat going like, oh my god, I just went to Scary Canary, and I had like one of those blue scary jars, and like, you know, I just did some cocaine with the DJ, and you know, I, I was like pinging off my head, and oh my god, yeah, that's what they should be dealing with, okay, they should not be driving in forklifts, but I might be wrong, and the reason I say that is because being in that environment where you're driving around forklifts, here's the thing, you're going to be surrounded by a lot of masculine men, so it really might man these kids the fuck up, do you know what I mean, it really might be a good thing for them, okay, now, when these kids are young, they got to learn about the world, okay, now, I think being a forklift driver at that age, you're going to learn too many masculine ideas, okay? The thing is, is that these kids need to be in a McDonald's, you know, serving Big Macs in a drive-thru. That is what they need to be doing. These kids need to be serving those, you know... Angry Eche lads who are driving around in a in a you know nineties uh, Honda, pumping uh you know whatever fucking music they go to raves to and you know ping off their head as well. All right, that's what they need to be doing. All right, they need to be serving those people, those Eches in that car, and they you know they need to serve them. And the Eches are just giving them the death stare. They look like they're about to stab the kid. The kid's gonna learn a lot about fear. Okay, that's where kids should be, all right? We already have child labor in this country, all right? It's called working at McDonald's, all right? Where the kids give out uh, soft serves and McNuggets and they get paid about $7 an hour and some white girl comes up every five minutes at 1 a.m. on a Saturday night screaming about the fact that there's no pickles on her burger but she's too fucked up to even realize that there are already pickles and mustard on that fucking Big Mac, okay? That's the thing. Those kids are already, don't, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. That's what I say, all right? If you want child labor in this country, work at a McDonald's. We already have it, all right? You've been taking advantage of these kids for years. They're too young to know what even what, what a wage even is, all right? I mean, they live at home with their parents. They probably go to a private school and, you, you know, they're probably going to go to some university degree where... They're going to be unhappy. They're going to hate it. But listen, they're used to it because they were working at a McDonald's, giving out cheeseburgers and Happy Meals, you know. But the only joy that they got out of that job was the fact that they got to bring home one of those toys from the, the, the Happy Meal box or whatever they, the fuck they get. I don't know. That's, but that must be one of the perks working at McDonald's, right? You get all the free toys from the Happy Meal boxes. You know what I mean? So you got child labor. What's a forklift going to do? 
I don't understand. You, you, you got child labor. I it, it's called McDonald's. Why do you want them to drive around on forklifts? Okay? I don't understand. It's called McDonald's. Leave it as B, all right? I'm comfortable with a kid serving me... Uh, what else are they doing at McDonald's? Like, uh, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm comfortable with like a 12-year-old giving me a fillet of fish on a Thursday night. You know what I mean? Because I'm having one of those moments where it's like, you know, life's all fucked and all that. And I look at that kid being like, yeah, that kid's life's fucked as well. But hey, we're in it together. My life might be shit, but I'm not working at a McDonald's at 12 years old getting $7 an hour giving out fillet of fishes. All right? So that's the silver lining for me. For that kid, well, good luck, all right? You, you probably, listen, if your parents are sending you to work at McDonald's, it, it's not looking good. Your parents are probably going to get a divorce in a few years, and you're probably going to have to keep working at the McDonald's to help your mum pay the rent, all right? This is life, okay? Driving a forklift won't teach you that kind of, you know, real kind of life, deep kind of shit. You know what I mean? So, yeah. It's all right. We already got child labor. Alright, stick to it. Don't introduce forklifts, okay? I don't understand. I don't understand why these people want to introduce forklifts, okay? Yeah, I mean, like, the, the forklift drivers that we already have don't even get paid good enough wages to pay their own rent. And they're already adults. I mean, you know, getting a kid into that kind of shit, it's not going to work out too well. I don't think it's going to work out too well. We all know it's not going to work out too well. 18 years old is good enough. Wait until they get out of school and you can fuck them over then. All right? That is how it should be. That is how it should be. That is what I think. All right? Don't be impatient. This is my, this is my advice to Scott Morrison, okay? Do not be impatient, all right? You're already going to pay these kids a shitty wage once they get out of school. They'll go to university. They won't even be able to pay off their hex debt. You're already operating in the free market okay you're already sending this country down the drain don't worry about it you've been doing it for years ever since in the days you were treasurer okay don't worry about it i know you're desperate but this is a bad idea all right there are such things as bad ideas okay and this is one of them do you know why i think it's a bad idea it's because you've already got the free market fucking over kids by working at mcdonald's okay you already got it. I don't understand. I don't understand. Leave it as B. Do you know what I mean? All right. Let's move on to the next thing. M&Ms. Uh, look, uh, I have to be real. I've got to be real here. All right. I used to find these go woke, go broke stories really funny. Now they're really annoying. And I can't stand them. Like, they're really frustrating. It's just like, yeah, we get it. A company just wants to make money, okay? They're not concerned about gay rights and whether or not gay people can get married. They just want to make some fucking cash at the end of the day, okay? It's not about, you know, uh, making sure they don't get cancelled on Twitter or, like, you know, they're adhering to a certain market. They just want to make money, okay? And the latest cash grab of this is M&M's, right? M&M's came out and they said they're going to be more inclusive. Listen, to be honest with you, I don't know the full story, so we're going to read through it together, all right? This is like a bedtime story, all right? Reminding you of why the world is really fucking silly, all right? This is what I'll probably do with my kids. I'll, I'll lie them down 
one night before they're going to bed, and they're probably going to want to read something from Peppa Pig or whatever it is the kids are reading these days, or, you know, I, I, I don't know. I don't know. I forget what I was reading when I was a kid. But instead, I'm just going to read them out in news articles on how stupid the world is, all right? That'll really teach them some lessons, and then I'm going to get them to work at a McDonald's and give out Philodo fishes in the drive-thru, all right? Eminem characters are getting a new look to become more inclusive, M&M's hopes to create a world where everyone feels they belong and society is inclusive. Okay, can a group of, I'm reading a Today article, so this is going to sound really stupid, alright? This is going to sound like they're trying to talk to me, and it's like, listen, just tell the news, alright? This thing of like, can this happen? Can this happen? We'll find out today. It's like, listen, nobody wants to ask these stupid vague what-if questions, all right? I want to know what's going on with M&Ms, okay? Everyone wants to know what's going on in the world. Stop trying to make it personal, all right? No one's watching morning shows, and if they are, they're either out of a job going through a midlife crisis, or, you know, they're a bunch of housewives who, you know, whose husband's probably out banging the secretary. It's not a good look. It's, it's a very slim market. Do you know what I mean? Anyway, can a group of multicolored candy characters change the world? The, the marketing minds behind Eminem certainly hope so. Well, they already did change the world, and that was by introducing more and more diabetes. So, you know, they achieved that goal, if that's what you were referring to. Anyway, the brand just announced its multi-prone approach to creating a world where everyone feels they belong and society is inclusive, and it apparently starts with makeovers. Say, uh, sorry, that was my brother. He's going out. That kid came home pretty uh, hammered last night. It was hilarious. I love it. I love the kid. Great sport, you know? A little squirt getting out there, learning about the world. That's what it's about, kids. You know? Go work at a McDonald's, get drunk. Right? You only need to be, you know, in your teenage in your teen years to be doing that. Get out there, have some fun. Have a few uh Tui's extra jies. You know, have a few of those before your shift, smoke some weed, start throwing out the Big Macs to those white girls who won't get the fuck off Snapchat when they come in on a Saturday night at 2 a.m. screaming at you about the pickles on the burger. Alright, that's what life's about, kids. Get out there. Make it happen. Anyway, the brand... Ah, uh, we just read that part. And apparently, it starts with makeovers for each of those colorful M&M characters that start in the brand's popular commercials. The candy company decided to give each of the six characters a fresh, modern take on their traditional look and more nuanced personalities to underscore the importance of self-expression and power of community through storytelling. Well, isn't that just fucking dandy? Okay. Let me look at this. Old, new. I don't get it. I don't get it. I'm, I'm looking at the picture here. If you're listening to this on Spotify, they've got like a comparison of like the old M&Ms versus the new M&Ms. I'm literally here right now. I, I can't spot the difference. Is this like a is this like a joke? Like, is this one of the things where like, can you spot the difference? It's like, what what are people getting mad over? There's no difference. I don't understand. Like, it, it's like the, the only thing that's different is that like they're in a different position. The colors, I don't get it. Like the, the brown M and M's still wearing high heels. Uh, you know the orange one looks like you know uh, Bill Clinton when Jeffrey Epstein got uh, you know killed himself. I should say. Didn't get murdered. Killed himself. R.I.P. It's horrible. Um, uh, the blue one's got his... I don't understand. It's, it, it's like, where's the inclusivity? 
Where's the, you know, wokeness in this? Anyway, let's read on. This is this is so dumb. I can't believe I'm even talking about this. But I gotta fill up time, so let's go. Uh the blink or you'll miss it design changes are kind of looking at one of those can you spot the difference pictures and they're not immediately noticeable, but upon closer inspection, a few notable differences become clear. Okay, I'm not reading this shit where it's like which one's which. Okay. This is a tweet from some blue check mark person. I'm not even gonna bother reading out their name. Uh Danielle Kurtzel Ben. Kurtzel Ben. That's that's um it's a great last name, you know. Great, probably a great family. I don't know the guy. Shouldn't shit on him. Today on Fresh Air, the green Eminem newly liberated from her white boots, let's lose. She talks social reproduction theory, how patriarchy and capitalism violently reinforce each other, and what a sexy lady Eminem says about gender as a construct. Stay with us. Hang on. I'm going to read that shit again. Okay, so this is what they're doing with the green Eminem. Newly liberated. From her white boots, let's loose. She talks social reproduction theory, how patriarchy and capitalism violently reinforce each other, and what a sexy lady Eminem says about gender as a construct. Capitalism? I mean, it's a fucking company selling you lollies. What are you talking about? Apparently, Tucker Carlson lost his shit as well. I really need to see this. Hang on. Tucker Carlson Eminem. Let's look this shit up. Tucker Carlson Eminem's. Do I have this prepared for before the show? No, of course I don't. Hold on. Come on. Come on. Come on. Where is it? Where is it? Oh, well, you know. We'll watch uh, Sky News instead. This would be funny. M&M chocolate. We know they have milk, crispy peanut, but they've now got woke chocolate. The Mars Own Company has unveiled a progressive overhaul of its characters, including more fleshed-out backstories to better represent themes such as female empowerment. The company unveiled its new look. They've got characters saying, we're on a mission to create a world where everyone feels they belong. Now, the green M&M has ditched the high heels for sneakers. The orange one is suffering from anxiety issues so they can reflect young people. Caleb, when you go to the supermarket next, buy a packet of M&Ms. They're going to change your mood forever. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I mean, you know, talk about virtue signalling and window dressing. And as for peanut M&Ms, I think perhaps the peanuts are working at M&M. I mean, you know, the only reason you buy M&Ms is because you want to mainline some sugar into your veins. That's all it's about. No one picks up a packet of M&Ms and goes, oh, I, I wonder about the backstories of the characters on the front of this packet yes. and whether or not they believe in gender equality and what they think about gay marriage. I mean, honestly, why are corporations so obsessed yes. With getting into this woke nonsense, no one cares. No one cares. So, so there you go, Lisa. You can on the way home pick up some M and M's, and as you sit there and put your feet up, and you're exhausted from the day, you know that they understand what you're going through. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you can sit there and work out which one do you identify with. This is the new thing for M&M's. My question is, how much money did they spend on the marketing and the yes. research that went into this? Uh -huh. One of them was based on research with Gen Z. I, it, is, it is ludicrous to think. I think it's time to go back to smarties. At least you know the colours will stick on your fingers. Yeah. And, you know, <laughs> it is what yes. it is. The statement of the week. I love it. Lisa, <laughs> you can't rub that one out. Have a great weekend. Okay. <clears throat> Imagine being 
a grown-ass adult with responsibilities. You got kids, you got a wife, you got bills to pay, you got to pay off that car, all right? That car ain't cheap, all right? You got to organize dinner every night. Your wife's nagging you on like, what are you cooking for dinner? Are you cooking the penne pasta again or are you cooking steaks? Can you fucking pick, all right? You deal with that shit every day. And then you look into M&M's. Let me tell you something about M&M's, all right? The, the, this company doesn't care about progressive wokeness, okay? This is a company that literally wants to get fat kids more fat and give them diabetes, all right? They don't give a shit. They literally want to make sure you shove these multicolored peanut chocolate things right down your gob. That is all they care about. It's about money, okay? This, this, this dumb horseshit about it's woke, it's too woke, oh, it's so woke. Who cares? Like, this is, I'm not mad at, like, M&M's, like, changing, becoming woke. I don't, I, I don't care. I don't care if they put a communist flag on the packet of M&M's, okay? I don't care if they put Joseph Stalin uh, as the mascot for M&M's, okay? I'm gonna eat the fucking things. I don't care. I don't care. What is really silly and dumb is when you have these grown-ass adults saying, go woke, go broke, why is M&M's doing this? Listen, they just want to get you fat. They just want to get you fat, all right? They just want you to eat the M&M's, okay? You, you sit on the flight, the the, the, the air stewardess, you know, the, the, the air hostess comes up in a little cart and she's going to, you know, say, do you want the, 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 the nuts or do you want the M&M's, all right? And I know you might sit there being like, whoa, well, you know, I can't have the M&M's because they're too woke. Listen, you might tweet about that on Twitter and how you're going to boycott M&M's because she's such a sad piece of shit. But reality, when you're on that flight going, you know, traveling for work for a job which you hate, you got into it because your dad pushed you. And now, you know, unfortunately, he's not around, which is sad. But, you know, you did it because you want to make your parents proud. But again, you know, you never really got to saw the realization on their face that they were proud of you. But, you know, you're going to sit there, you're going to shut up, and you're going to eat the M&M's. You don't care about this stupid woke shit, Okay. Imagine being in a suit and tie on Sky News, talking about how, like, you know, oh, well, let's have Skittles instead. Listen, the, the two of these guys looks like they eat fucking 10 M&M packets a day, all right? They don't care. They're going to keep eating them, all right? It's so dumb to, for, for grown-ass adults to get mad about, you know, wokeness, progressivism. It's like, listen, it's just marketing. They just want to make money, okay? They might come out screaming about how bad capitalism is, but in the end, they're probably fucking over their workers, all right? They're probably going to do child labor as well. Who knows? Scott Morrison might come out saying, let's get more kids making M&M packets, all right? But like I said, McDonald's works, all right? It's the free market. It's the economy. If it ain't broke, don't fix it, all right? This is literally a company that is trying to get you fat. They want to make sure you don't buy the gym membership. They don't care. I'm not going to sit here telling you to get a gym membership. It's not my place, all right? Do whatever you want, all right? If you want to sit around in life being comfortable eating M&Ms, go for it, all right? Life is short. There ain't much, you know, life, life ain't long, all right? We don't have much time as we think. And whatever you want to do which makes you happy, which means you want to sit around, you want to eat M&Ms, you go, boy. You go for it. Who cares? What? You don't want to eat M&Ms because, you know, one of them's into, you know, uh, trans rights? Who cares? Who gives a shit? Eat the M&Ms. Go have fun. I'm pissed off I couldn't find that Tucker Carlson se section because, you know, apparently he's talking about the sexuality of, um, you know, uh, 
the M&Ms and all that shit. All right, let's be honest. Tucker Carlson, he wants to have sex with an M&M, okay? Let's be real. All right, let's let's not bullshit each other here, kids, all right? Let's let's be real, all right? There are some people out there that look at that uh, character design on those packets and they're feeling real freaky, all right? That's what happens. Oh, shit, I just kicked the camera. I just kicked the camera again. Moving my feet, you know, like a Irish dancer, you know? That's what happens. You watch Sky News, you watch the Murdoch Press, you watch that stuff, and it makes you kick your camera tripod, all right? Listen, if you're sitting there on Sky News, right, with a handkerchief in your pocket and a nice suit, and you're getting mad about M&Ms, I think you need to reconsider your life choices, all right? I get it. You, you want to get on camera in life. You, you, you want it to be a, a media person. Right, you found the market, right, which was a bunch of dumb shits getting mad about M&Ms, and you capitalized on it. But let's be real, it's shallow. It ain't deep, right? It's not a worthy pursuit, okay? I get it, though. You want the attention, so you sit there in your nice suit that you got from Tarot Cash with your handkerchief in your pocket to look cool, but let's be honest, you're not blowing your nose on that. It's a silk, uh, it's a silk design. So what's happening, all right? You're sitting there and you're talking about M&Ms, but deep down, deep down, you know what you're talking about? It's just a load of horse shit. It's a load of horse shit. It's all crap. It's all fake. And what you're getting upset over is dumb, okay? And you know it's dumb. But you got to smile for the camera like an idiot like this. Smile for the camera like this like a fucking idiot. No one Rupert Murdoch's, you know, paying your bills. That's all... You're concerned about, and if you got to get upset about M&Ms and, you know, recommend Skittles to people so, you know, the health uh, problems can worsen, then so be it. You might not have a soul, but at least you're fighting for what's right, which is confectionery items, all right? That is what matters, all right? That's what matters to you, and if that is your pursuit in life, I, I, I get it, all right? Like I said, whatever makes you happy, whatever, but from my judgment from seeing these people on Sky News... I don't think that's the case, all right? I don't think that's the case. Anyway, let's move on. Uh, UFC talk. Francis Ngannou versus Surreal Gunn. The main card starts in two hours. It is fight day, baby. Next week, I'll come in and uh, whoever wins, I'll uh, dissect uh, what happened and my thoughts on it. Um, my pick for this fight. Now, here's the thing about this fight, Okay. I'm very torn on this fight. I don't think I've ever been so mixed and confused about a fight. This is a heavyweight fight, okay? You've got Francis Ngannou, who's currently the heavyweight champion, and you've got Surreal Gunn, who's the interim heavyweight champion, right? These two are so distinctly different that I don't even care about the promos, the, the, the beef that they're having about who knocked out who and sparring from all those years ago. I don't care about it. It's so stupid. The drama this time around between the fighters, I'm not buying into it. I'm really not. I, I, I don't really care because it's, it's, it's not something that everyone's interested in, interested in, I should say. The thing that people are really most interested in, I feel, is how this fight is going to go down because it's such a, it's such a, you don't know who to bet on. I don't know who to bet on. I don't know who to bet on. Like, because you got, you know, Surreal Garn, who is this technical marvel in his fighting style, right? He's a heavyweight, but he moves like a middleweight. He's so on point. Like, what he was able to do to Derek Lewis was insane. I'm pretty, and I'm, 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 
I'm close. To, I think I might be getting the numbers wrong here, but it was around these numbers. With that Derek Lewis fight that happened uh, last year, Surreal Garn, Derek Lewis. Derek Lewis only had four strikes on Surreal Garn. Surreal Garn had about 104. That should tell you everything about Surreal Garn's fighting style. He's an absolute monster. He's an absolute calm, patient monster. And he's great at kickboxing. And he's calm and he's easy on his feet. The way he moves is amazing. And I've never been more interested in a fight. I cannot wait for this fight. It's going to be insane. It's really making me feel uneasy. But then you've got Francis Ngannou. Now, Francis Ngannou is, is like a, he's a, one hit from him and you're gone. Okay? One hit and you're out like a light. You're out like a light. Okay? He has the power. But... That's not to say his technical fighting style isn't on point, because it is on point. Francis Ngannou's technicality is great as well, but Cyril Garn's the one who's the real master at it. But Cyril Garn needs to be perfect, because if he gets clipped by Francis, he is fucked, okay? Francis Ngannou is known for having, like, one of the most powerful knockouts in the UFC, okay? Most of his wins are from knockouts. Okay, that should tell you everything you need to know about Francis Ngannou. Now, my prediction. My prediction. Well, well, who would I go with? I'm probably going to go with Francis Ngannou. I like Francis Ngannou more as a fighter, but I think Francis over the years has learned to be more patient. I don't think he goes in there swinging looking for a knockout. I think he's calm. I think he's relaxed. And I think he understands who he's going up against every time he gets in the octagon. He does not underestimate anyone, and he's done that before, and it was a fatal mistake, but he's learned from it, and he's become so much better, and he's become so much more patient, and he takes his time, and he studies the other fighter whilst he's in there. So I think it's going to be Francis Ngannou, but I might be wrong. Cyril Gunn truly is someone who is able to be so technically on point. Like the strike rate between Derek Lewis and Surreal Garn is insane, okay? But again, who knows? Who knows where that might go? I honestly don't know. I honestly don't know. I don't know. I have no idea where that might go. But I'm very keen for it. Um, I'll go over everything with what I thought next week when we're back on the podcast. But uh, yeah, anyway, let's get to, to the advice. But as always, I'm, all, I'm always unorganized. I forgot my water. I need to get me some water. My, my throat is drying up like crazy. I'll be right back. Don't go anywhere. BRB. All righty. Let's get to the advice, kids. Now, like I say every week, send me your questions. I want your questions. 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 Send me your questions. You know the email. I leave it down below every time. You'll remain anonymous. Let's get into it. Please send your questions. All right. I'm stuck with my girlfriend and I feel like I'm in hell. Please help. Okay. I'm 27 and I recently moved in with my girlfriend who's 26 and my life has turned into hell. Well, that's not good. She's always had a problem with my past and it's reached breaking point. It's reached a breaking point, but whatever. You're not grammatically correct. We'll fix that next time. And it's reached breaking point, and we wouldn't still be together if we didn't live in the same apartment. Me and my girlfriend have been together for around a year and a half, but recently we both moved across the country for her work. I got a job, 
and we signed a short lease for on a tiny apartment. We've been mostly good, but we fall out a lot of my past. The problem mostly result. Sorry, see now I'm fucking up. The problem mostly revolves around past relationships and hookups, none of which I'm proud of. Until we got together, I had low standards and she always resented that. And I acted the wrong way and lied about things because I didn't want to ruin things with her. And I know that I was I know that was wrong, but I kept doing it because it always it would always be brought up and held against me and ruin things and I hated it. Jesus Christ. Oh my god. I need a funny question every so once in a while. You know, all these are like, my life's fucked. My girlfriend sucks. My husband wants to get with other women. It's like, Jesus. Need some joy in here. A few days ago, sorry, a few days ago, whilst I was at work, she went on my laptop. She looked through my Facebook and found things from when I was a teenager. Exes and embarrassing things like sexting and all that gross immature stuff. Well, she can't be doing that shit. That's just, no, that's, that's, that's ridiculous. No, that's, dude, you can't. No, that's completely wrong. I completely blocked it all from my memory because I hate it, hate that I used to be like that and I wanted, I just wanted a fresh start with her. The past few days have been hell, non-stop arguing and calling me a liar and saying how repulsed she is by me and I don't know what to do. I feel absolutely sickened with how I used to be which is why I blocked it all from my memory. I've just been so desperate for a fresh start and to make a new life without her seeing me as this gross person but no matter what I do, and how much I try to be perfect to her, she will only see me as a person I was from 15 to 20 and be angry at me for covering it up. I know that I should have been upfront about everything from the start, but I've seen how angry it makes her, how it's always used against me, and I desperately wanted to avoid that, and instead it's just made my relationship fail. She's hit me, called me the worst thing, worst things, said she wishes I was dead, and at this point, I wish I was. Dude, what the fuck are you doing? Oh my god. I'd really like some advice on how to fix this with her. I half want to break up, but I absolutely adore this girl. And I don't know anyone where I'd moved. Sorry, I don't know anyone where I've moved and really can't afford to move. Thanks for your help. Oh my god. Okay, yeah, dude, you need to fucking dump this girl. Alright, it's, dude, this girl does not appreciate you. Right, she doesn't appreciate you at all. But, whilst I'll get into the problems with her, this is the thing. You, you're not mature enough to be in a relationship. Okay, this is not the mother of your children. This is not someone who you should end up with. Okay, this, this girl does not love you for who you really are. Okay, this is not the girl who you're going to end up with. Alright, she doesn't appreciate who you are. Okay, the thing is as well, is that you sound like you need to do a lot of work on yourself. Okay, this is the thing. All right, we all got, we all have a past, okay? We've all done things that we're not proud of. Shit, I've done plenty of things in my time that I'm very ashamed of. But you've got to hug the cactus. You've got to take responsibility for your actions and you've got to hug the cactus and you've got to learn and you've got to grow from it, okay? Listen, dude, there are things that I've done in my past which there will be times where I'll just think about it and I'm on a bus or something or I'm in public and I'll literally just go, ah, fuck. Literally. Literally, that I have memories like that. I have memories like that. Not even just with myself, but with other women. Every Like, I've just, I've got embarrassing memories, okay? We all do. We've all done things which we're not proud of. And, you know, I know social media can, you know, 
Things can come up from the past that you did which doesn't represent who you are today. This is why I'm always recommending, if you see shit that you don't like about yourself that's on your Facebook profile that you used to upload, just delete that shit. Just get rid of it. Like, you know, it's your own personal life. You know, unless you're like a public figure and you've said certain opinions in the past or something, then yeah, you've got to own that. But if it's on like a face, if, if it's like photos from when you were a teenager or, you know, shit you were saying when you were younger, like just, dude, just get rid of it. Just get rid of it, all right? You, you, you honestly, like, dude, this is not a healthy relationship. You're only in this because it's comfortable. You're only in this because it's a comfortable relationship. And listen, there's nothing wrong with comfort. Like, there's nothing inherently wrong with it. But if you're constantly brushing things under the rug or someone's constantly you constantly attacking you for who you are or who you once were, that is not a person that you should be with, okay? The past is the past. You gotta own your actions and like, Dude, when I say you need to work on yourself, you need to get to a point where you can just you can just talk about it. Be like, yeah, I did that. I did that. I've, I've done this. I've done that. Yeah, it happened. Not proud of it. And if someone reacts saying, you know, calling you an idiot and they're constantly judging you, dude, cut that person out of your life. Get rid of them. Do not, be, do not share a romantic relationship with this person, all right? This woman does not love you. The fact that she's like hit you and says that she wishes you were dead. Like, that is fucking unacceptable. That is unacceptable. Okay? This person does not love you. They do not appreciate you. You're only in their life because it's comfortable. And you've both got an apartment. And it's easy. And you don't want to go through the whole process of moving out and dealing with all that shit. My recommendation is, yeah, do that. Do it. Yeah, it's going to suck. It's going to be horrible. And you're probably going to get your heart broken. And you're going to be really sad. But I'm telling you right now, man. If you just do that, you know, temporary shitty thing, I'm telling you right now, you there's the bright side, right? you know, you'll reach, there's a light at the end of the tunnel, that's what I'm trying to say, all right, you'll have to do this horrible thing, which is mean, meaning like, you got to break up with her, you got to find a new place, you got to, you know, move all the stuff out of the apartment, you got to organize who gets what, look, I've been there, I've done that, it's horrible, but I am so happy that I went through it, because I became a happier man at the end of the day. I grew from the experience. And you need to grow from this experience. You need to put you need to eat a shit sandwich, which is by breaking up with her, finding yourself a place to live. And if you gotta move back home, then move back home, all right? You're a young man. Your parents will take you back in, all right? Go in fact, yeah, go home. Go live with your parents. Go have some time yourself, you know. Sit with the emotions. Like, don't end up with someone again because it's comfortable. Alright, don't get off, stay off Tinder, stay off hinge. I'm being serious now. Like Get off all that. Don't go hooking up with any other girls. Like, actually sit with yourself. Go to some therapy. Go get professional help. Talk to someone about it. And just accept the past, man, and learn lessons from it. You know, ask yourself why you're that person. And there's nothing wrong with it. You're a young man. You need this experience. You need hookups. You need to get in shitty relationships. You need this. Like, the reason I say that people need to do this in life is because... When you're older and you have the experience, you know what you're looking for. When you meet that girl, you'll fucking know. And the reason you'll know is because you have all these past relationships, whether they're good or bad, or you've had these flings, or you've had these hookups, or you've had these one-night stands. I'm telling you right now, you need to go through this at a young age. Because if you get into relationships early on in life, and you just do it because it's comfortable, then you get married... 
then you have kids and then you're in a job that you don't love and you don't even like your life and you, you go home, you're not even happy. Like, you know, you're not even being a good father or a good husband at that point. And that's what leads to divorce, man. Don't do it. Don't do that. All right, be, get comfortable with being uncomfortable, which is by breaking up with this girl, sitting with your emotions and just dealing with the past, all right? This girl does not love you. You're in this because it's comfortable, all right? You don't adore this girl. You just, you adore the comfortability, all right? That is why, that is what you adore, okay? You, this, this person is not the girl for you, man, all right? This is not the woman of, this is not your woman, okay? This is not the girl you should end up with. Okay, I'm telling you right now, this is toxic. Get rid of her. All right, the fact that she's judging you and she's giving you shit for your past, like that that right there, that's a red flag, all right? In fact, it's entirely possible that she's like, cover, like she's just insecure and she's projecting, okay? And the fact that she went on your fucking Facebook for no reason, like, you know, let me, did you do something to incite this? Unless you were, you know, being a you know, dirtbag and you were going around, you know, fucking with other women. Let me read through this again. Okay. Okay. The problem mostly revolves around past relationships and hookups, none of which I'm proud of until we got together. I had low standards and she always resented that. And I acted the wrong way and lied about things, which, because I didn't want to ruin things with her. All right. You're not even in this for the right reason in the first place. Okay. I had low standards. You know, she doesn't appreciate me for who I am. Like, you're not in this for the right reasons, dude. Get out of this. I'm telling you right now. And I know that was wrong, but I kept doing it uh, because it would always be brought up and held against me uh, a few days ago. Yeah, okay. So they're, they're, essentially, there's no reason for her to go on your laptop and go through your Facebook. All right? That is completely fucked. And she's only doing it just to dig in your past and dig the knife a little deeper. Okay? You clearly struggle with this. And this is something you need to work on. But she is not fucking helping you. Okay? She's, she's acting like a complete cunt. You need to cut her off. You need to go through the uncomfortable motion of breaking up with her and finding a new place. I'm telling you right now, dude, get out of this, okay? The comfort is not worth it. Walk. Go. Be free, young man. All right? Okay, if she really cared about you, She'd accept the past. She'd accept who you are. And the thing is, though, like that, you're going to find a girl who's like that, but that will come with you working on, working on yourself, okay? That is what you need to do. Don't waste time here, man. I'm telling you right now. Don't waste your time. Get out of this. Do yourself a service and walk, all right? There are better women out there, man, all right? It's a numbers game, okay? You're going to meet women who you really like and who you really hate, okay? There are fucking demons out there, men and women, all right? This woman is one of them, okay? This person's horrible. This person sounds horrible, all right? You, you need to go. This person is not the woman for you, okay? The fact that she's going on your laptop being like, well, I just wanted to see what you, what you were doing on Facebook 10 years ago. Oh, look at that. You sent a dick pic. Well, that's absolutely unacceptable and I just wish you were dead, like... She ain't yours, man. All right? Let her end up with someone else, okay? You don't want to be around that, dude. Be happy, all right? Go find out who you really are. Go sit with yourself. Don't talk to other women for a while. Go to therapy. Go find out who you really are, man. Go be happy, all right? This is not going to provide you happiness. This is going to provide you comfort. But, you know, if you're already questioning things... If you're half-half, dude, you're not committed to this girl, okay? You don't really care about this girl. You just care about the comfort. Anyway, 
I'm repeating myself, but that's all I have for today, all right? That's all I have for today. I appreciate your time. I thank you so much for being here. I love your work. I love you coming to watch. It's always a pleasure. Send me your questions. Um, I'm shit of goodbyes. All right, well, I'm signing off. I'll catch you kids next week. Stay safe, keep it real, and don't let those clowns around town bring you down. See you next time. Goodbye. Au revoir. See y'all bitches later. All right, bye.